0: Welcome to Fully Alive, I'm your host Jordana Mietze, transformation and empowerment coach, entrepreneur and singer-songwriter and this is the place to find freedom, to discover the truth of who you are, what you want and how to live the life you want to live the way you want to live it. If you want tangible, aligned results that get you singing in the rain, then these proven simple tools and motivational talks are all just for you you found the perfect place to lead your most authentic life. Life is for living and there is only one way of truly living, and that's being fully alive. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Fully Alive, I'm your host Jordana Mehta. How are you? How is your day going? Are you having a walk? Are you cooking? Are you preparing something? What are you doing right now? I imagine that this is the time that you choose for yourself to really kind of immerse yourself in in these different concepts and things that I talk about, just so you can expand into more and more of you. And that is beautiful. So today I'm going to talk about something really controversial. What I want to invite you to do is that if at some point, really soon, you feel super triggered and, you know, all these thoughts of judgment and opinions, you know, negative opinions and things like that start to come to you, I would like to ask you to just pause for a second. Not the audio pause. Well, you could, actually. You could. And just center yourself. So just just pause, breathe in and out a few times. And I'm not saying to believe me when I say the things that I will say, what I want to create for you is more space, more space in your head, more space in your mind, in your you know, in, in, in everything that is in you and around you. So when that happens, because I'm sure it will at some point, something will trigger you, just breathe in and just allow your your mind, your head, your brain to just be open. Just be open for the next what, ten minutes to see where I go with this and flow with it. And then if you want to pick up those thoughts again, then that's fine. It's your choice. Yeah, just be open to whatever needs to come to you. And I'm not talking about your thoughts. I'm talking about just, you know, knowing that the fact that you're here listening to this and the fact that I am recording this, actually saying these things to you, it means that you may need to hear this it means that you're maybe now ready to kind of deconstruct some structures in your head that were there for a long time and, and they were there for for such a long time that you just never questioned them. So, yeah. Let's just let's just question them together. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about money and this concept about being hard earned how money is evil, and how money makes people do bad things. And actually, I was watching a series that's called Loot, which is about a billionaire, about a woman that her husband, cheats on her seat, so she gets a divorce, and then she receives like $87 billion or something. And she has a foundation, and she do a lot of help to people, and that's really nice. And I don't want to spoil it for you, <laughs> so if you So if you're watching that one, well, maybe pause this for now until you get to the end. But yeah, at the end, (laughs) spoiler alert, she thinks because someone tells her, a person that works with her, her partner is is telling her that the problem is the money, that the problem that kind of like she's not able to do more is her money. It's because like money blinds people. And that is the issue. So she, she thinks and then she decides that she's going to give all her $120 billion away. Of course, helping people. So all that is really nice. I'm not, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about the part that this, this belief, this collective belief that is all around us that money is a problem. Like too much money is a problem. Or I would go as far as saying, like, a lot of money is already too much. And that too much is a problem. So that is definitely a belief. It's not not a real truth. It's not an ultimate truth. There is nothing in the sky, in whatever God, the universe, or whatever that says, if you're a billionaire, then you're a bad person, (laughs) right? Or if you have a lot of money, you're a bad person. It's just, you know, like, they go together. It's not. We were raised this way. We were thinking this way of thinking, like your hard-earned money. You know, those, those type of things we will we, we listen to over and over and over and over again. And it's just everywhere. I see it everywhere. Like wherever I go, it's just this belief like money is a struggle. And if you get a lot of it, then you won't be a good person anymore. So what are we perpetuating What are we buying into over and over and over again that creates the results that we are having? And are we happy with those results? So to explain a bit more where I'm going with this, because it's a bit of an abstract thing that I'm, it's something very specific about money that I want to talk about. Um, So for this, I'm going to go to a different area, which is probably easier to, to, to understand where I'm going with this. And that is parents all over the world, that have some kind of extreme thinking or some kind of very defined and very strong belief, they pass on that to their children. And that has been going on for years and years and years and years and years. You know, at some point uh, we had slaves and, you know, all black people were slaves and all people with, I don't know, gypsies and, you know, Jews and... Oh, I'm talking so many controversial things today. (laughs) Anyway, I'll just allow it to come through me. So all throughout the years in history, there were many, 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 many extreme thoughts that excluded people in our society, that made them own or have, just because we as a society put them into that category, this tag of you are second-class citizen, right? Like you are nothing, and that is represented in everything. So it's represented in people with extreme thoughts in regarding religion, or regarding the skin color, or regarding you know social status, or oh, I don't know, I just just so many things. And I'm sure that you are thinking of many more things. But let's just pick one, yeah. So. There are people, for example, and even here in Belfast, I was not going to talk about all this, but somehow, whoo, today, this episode is going to be... Whoo. Anyway, so here in Belfast, there are some areas uh, where people have very extreme opinions about other uh, religion. So for example, you have Protestant and you have Catholics. So there are some areas that are very extreme Protestants and There are some areas that are very extreme Catholics. But if you go, let's say, for example, to a Protestant area, one of those areas that are very, very kind of defined into their identity, that that is who they are, they are so against Catholics, so against them, that they would do anything. They would beat them up. And actually, when we had the troubles many years ago, they were fighting each other, like real fighting, killing each other. And it was really really bad so if you think about that situation and if you think about the parents of those kids so let's say say those parents you know raising kids what are they teaching to their kids they are teaching this very defined and kind of narrow viewpoint towards these other people with different religion so let's talk about the kids for a second let's not talk about the adults But let's talk about the kids, because the kids eventually become those, again, those adults that raise, you know, more children with the same idea, with the same concept in their heads. So those kids don't know anything different. They just don't, they just don't know. So they believe, because they are kids, they were raised that way, they believe that that is true. So they grow up and they become adults with the same hatred, with the same viewpoint that keeps perpetuating that hatred, that resistance, that that separation with the other person, yeah, with a different religion. So are they rethinking their beliefs? No. They are not rethinking their beliefs because they are surrounded by people that think the same way they do. And they go to schools that have the same beliefs and they go to, you know, their friend's house and their parents and, you know, every, you know everyone in their lives think the exact same way, have the same exact belief, the same exact viewpoint that they have and they uh, were raised into. Yeah. So I hope that you, you get where I'm going with this. So that is a very graphic situation. If you think about the the state of the world, where we had over and over and over again wars that were done because of, could be religion, could be nationality, could be, again, color of the skin, could be, you know, it's just this this power over this other. It's like, I am superior than you. So when we sit in a neutral position and we see this, oh, this is going to be a longer episode, <laughs> realizing that it's been already 10 minutes. Well, it is kind of an abstract concept, but I, I, I really thought that it was important to, to talk to you about it. So if you sit in this neutral position, looking at these things happening you may easily go into the role of oh they are crazy or they are just too extreme or they are this or they are that you know this kind of judging this opinion that we that we that we do that we just jump to say say things that because it's just easier to categorize things like this is bad this is good this is you know this is wrong this is right so it's easy. It's a very easy thing to do. Now, if you think about it, if you just peel the layer, if you think about those people with those extreme opinions or those... I'm saying extreme just because it is it is like, you know, all or nothing. is it, Right? Because if you're closer to the middle, if you're closer to more neutral, then it's, it's easier to get along with pretty much everyone. So I'm, that's why I'm saying extreme. So if you think about those kids... Can you blame them, the kid, like one-year-old, two-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, you know, that they keep growing into those beliefs, into those viewpoints. So can you blame them for their actions? I'm not saying not blame them. I'm not saying I'm not going to justice and, and, and things about that and, and fair and unfair. I'm not going there. What I'm talking about is how their beliefs define who they are and define their actions and is represented in what they do in the world. So if you think about the way they were raised, it makes sense that their actions are very discriminatory. It makes sense that their actions are very separating themselves, you know, from the other person. That's because for them, the other person is bad. The other person did this wrong. The other person, right? Because they 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 had their heads filled with all this hatred, with with all this Believes about these other people. Now it's maybe easier to go back to money. So we bought into this idea that money's hard. And we bought into this idea that you have to work hard for it that is not easy. They have to work doing something, you know, that it, that pays the bills. And that if you, you know, go up in the ladder, then eventually you will have money. And eventually, if you have more money, lots of money, then you will be a bad person. You will somehow be blinded by power and then you will become a bad person. Now, you may have worked with these concepts before. So maybe you're not thinking exactly that way. But this is where we come from. We come from, right? Like uh, working in the factory. So everyone worked in, in there and then everyone, you know, got that pay and it was not enough. And, you know, it was just this kind of, we come from a very limited reality. And we, we bought into that idea that it, that is still the same. We bought into those beliefs that the reality today is the exact same thing, is the exact same way when it's not. When today you can choose to do whatever you love to do, even if you have a job that you don't like, you can have like something in the side until you make that grow and you make that become your your full time, right? Your job, your real job. But anyway, this episode is not about that. This episode is just about the belief that money is hard work and that when you have money, you're a bad person or you're blinded by money just because money transforms you into a bad person. So I'm going to talk just about this and that is, is that the ultimate truth? Is that the ultimate truth that when you have money you become a bad person? Are there not good people with money around the world? What about Oprah? (laughs) <laughs> and that is one, but I can name you 100. And if I would ask you, just name five people that have money and do good things in the world, you will come up with that, with those five, just super easy. So it's not true that money makes you a bad person. It's not true that money is evil. It's not true that money is hard to get money is just a tool. Money is just a tool. I could take this TV remote that I have right beside me and I could kill someone with it, right? I could take a pen and kill someone with it. And in that moment, the remote or that pen would become a murder weapon. Now, is that the identity of the pen or the identity of the remote? No, it's not, right? So they serve for so much more than that. I could use it for it, but it's really up to me what I do with it. It's really up to me what I do with it. You know, actually, uh, my husband had friends in school that actually they would pinch, you know, the, their friend in front of them while the class was 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 happening, just to annoy them. And actually, he has like a like a mark of pen in his back, just because it was pinching and pinching. So you know what? It's not all about writing. So all those things are tools and money is no exception. Money is a tool. It really depends what you do with it, how it works and how good it is or how bad it is. Right? So it really depends. You can use the pen to write the most beautiful book, you know, life-changing or or an amazing story or an amazing script for an amazing movie. Or you can use it to write a breakup letter. (laughs) Just send it through the letterbox and just break someone's heart. Right? I hope you see what I mean money is a tool, just like everything else. And as long as we keep buying into this idea that money is hard to get, and that money is something that if you have a lot of it is evil, we won't have money. Just like right now I was asking, if you think about the beliefs of those kids, it makes sense that their actions are those, right? It makes sense that they discriminate, it makes sense they separate themselves from the rest, it makes sense that they only believe what they've been taught, that be, what they've been surrounded by. So think about a person that believes that money is hard to get. It's really hard to get. And not only that is a bitch because when you have it, then you're blinded by it. Would that person get money? Like really? Like look at the actions. Would that person get money easily? Would that person want to get money? No, because if getting money means that they will be transformed into a bad person, then their lives will reflect that belief. They won't want to have money, no matter how much they say they want. They won't have it just because they are afraid of being bad. They are afraid of losing control of who they are. Do you see what I mean? Okay, so I'll repeat that because that was was powerful. The person won't do the things that they believe will make them lose control of who they are. So they won't have the choice to decide who they are. Did you, let let that sink in for a moment. So for those kids, let's go back, for those kids, that is their identity. That's who they are. They don't know other way They don't know that the kid across the street thinks the exact opposite, but not only that, that if they would remove those things, that they could play football together and it would be amazing. You know, that they have the same wants, the same needs. They all want to be loved. They all want to to play, to have fun, to enjoy school, to enjoy time with friends. They both want the same things, but they cannot see it because the belief that they attach to their identity is not allowing them to see a different reality. So my question to you is what is your belief regarding money that you're attaching to your identity and is not allowing you to see a different reality that is right in front of you, that is right in front of you? Are there people in the world that are good with money? Are there people in the world that is easy for them to earn money? And I will continue probably with uh, another episode um, because I want to talk about hard work versus Passion that has a lot to do with with money and how easy it is to earn and how hard it is to earn, really depending on where you're at. But this episode is long has been long enough. so I'm going to leave it here and let you kind of process everything. And again, if at some point you felt triggered, please don't allow it to control your head. please don't allow it to define you. It doesn't matter if you get triggered. It's actually great. It's a good thing because when we get triggered, it's showing that we have a belief that is really strongly in place. So what is it there that is not letting you see a different side of money, a different way of relating with money, a different way of thinking about money, of earning money, of having money, of keeping money, of spending money? You know, it's when we ask ourselves these questions, when we get triggered. And I'm really happy that I, that I recorded this episode. No matter how controversial it is, Because in those moments when we are confronted with what we believe is in those moments where we get to choose. We may seem that we are victim of that thing that is triggering, but we're not. It's actually showing this is what I strongly believe. Now, do I believe, do I actually believe this? Yes, no, whatever. Now, is this true? Even if I say yes, do I truly believe that money is really hard to get? Yes. So for example, for me, I had to do a lot of work around money. I had to do a lot of work and I I keep doing that every day. I think that money is actually one thing that the entire globe has some issues with it, right? No matter where you are, even if you have like little money or a lot of money, it's always something about it that we need to work on. And for me, I lived in a household where you know, my mom, when I was a kid, she had three jobs and she was always kind of running and running behind money. It was just this, this desperation. So I grew up with that desperation around money. So for me, money was really a bad thing. Like money wasn't, was a problem. Money was an issue. Money, you know, separated people because my parents got divorced and I, you know, I'd watched them fight since I was a kid like a little kid, like they got divorced when I was a year and a half. So imagine, but they kept on fighting. And it was usually about money, which tends to be right when you get a divorce. And I have clients that, you know, are going through divorce and usually people come when they are in that moment. And that is because those things kind of, you know, shake things and you start to really think, you know, where you are at and what you want and what you don't want in your life. So so it's a very kind of moving part of your life. So usually the main thing is money and kids, if you have, right? So money is half of that decision, if not a hundred percent. So we are used to talk about money and think about money. And, you know, we interact with money because we need money to buy food, to entertain ourselves, to buy some clothing or pay, you know, the rent or pay our house or a mortgage or whatever. So we are all the time using, or let's, let's use a different word, We are all the time interacting with money. And for me, I needed to do a lot of work of realizing, is that how I want to see money? Because for me, for example, my vision is I want to have a foundation to help a lot of organizations. So when I was a kid, I wanted to have like a nonprofit. But then I realized that I wanted to help so many different causes that just one nonprofit won't do because I want to help so many people. So I want to have a foundation where I can, you know, help different institutions and different companies that are doing good things for the world, you know, and for people and good causes and, and things like that. And I want to do that. And if I don't have money, I won't be able to do it. I want to have an event that have all these different companies and all the t- this different people to come and speak and have, you know, a place there and a shop there just so people can know about them. I cannot do that without money. And I want to transform the lives of people. I want to sit with clients that are struggling in something and just help them, help them live a happy life that they love, that they want That makes them sing every day, you know? And I cannot do that if I cannot pay my bills and I have to work nine to five in a job that I don't like. So you see where I'm going with this. It's up to me, what do I do with money? With the money that comes to me. It's up to me to define what place I give to money in my life. And for me, I had to do a lot of work, but I finally got to a point when for me money is freedom. And remember, for me, money was a problem. For me, money was the issue, the, the, the big issue, the kind of the root cause of all evil. And I came a long way by saying that now money's freedom. Now, I'm not saying that I have, you know, thousands of pounds every day coming into my life. That's not my reality. Yet, eventually, I want it to be because I know how much I want to help the world. And I want to actually use that money to help the world. I want to use that money to create books, to create programs, to do things, to help people overcome things, to be happier, to live a happier life. And to do all those things, I need money. I need money to pay for someone to help me with the courses. I need money to buy whatever, a camera, whatever I need. You get what I mean. It's up to me what I do with money, what I use it for, what I create, what I want to create in the world with money. It's up to me, what I want to feel about money, what I want to, to really define the money that comes in my life, I want to honor it. I want to say thank you, thank you for coming into my life. I am going to, to bring so much happiness with this to me, to my family, to the world, to the community, to companies that are doing a great work, but they are struggling to you know, to get their products you know known. I want to be that person in the world. And in order to do that, in order to be that, I need to work on those old beliefs that do not serve me anymore, that do not support the life that I want to create. It's up to me to take those, to, to recognize when I get triggered and I say, oh wow, this is really strong in me. Do I really believe that this is true? Yes. Now, is it really true? There is no other reality that I see not even in my circle, but around the world, that is actually telling me, that is evidence that this is not necessarily true. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, no matter how controversial it was. It's okay. Look, the only way of changing what we don't like is doing something about it. And this is exactly what I'm doing. I want to change what people think around money because I want them to feel freedom around it. I want money to create space in their lives, just like everything else, right? Like, I want love to create space in their lives. I want, you know, their house to create space in their lives. I want, you know, their partners, their jobs to give space and freedom and love in their lives. So, well, anyway, I hope this was insightful for you. And if you want, you can share it. You can rate the podcast. You can give some ratings. You can support the podcast. You can do everything. You can send me an email and everything. You'll find it in the show notes. So just go there, have a look, and do whatever you feel called to do. If you have someone in your life, actually, that is is actually struggling with this, Maybe it's a good thing to send them the link. So everything you'll find there in the show notes. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day today. I cannot say next week because of this two episodes a week thing. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day today. And tomorrow, and the day after, and the day after, and the day after, until we meet again. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.